Hello and welcome to the Candy Sparrow Story Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Grover, and today we have something a little different for you. Instead of interviewing an individual who has broken the cycle of homelessness and ended up on top, we are chatting with a man who is alongside his fiance is working to end that cycle himself. Matt, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I'd love to talk a little bit about your mission and what are you are trying to do for the homeless population. Yeah, my fiance and I are launching a coffee shop that is actually going to employ people in recovery from homelessness. Um, and we're going to use that coffee shop as a way to get people to break that cycle that so many people have sort of had. And what we found is that there's a big gap in the area of homelessness for the first job out, mm-hmm. right? This disconnected worker who needs something to sort of fill the gap um, and get themselves back on their feet, get that training going, get them to be able to start to see um, their successes and sort of build on that. And from there, be able to move into a long-term career. So we wanna be able to provide that opportunity for people to have that training, work at a um, very good location that will give them the tools that they need to succeed and then be able to move on long-term into uh, a career path that has a lot of upside. That is so powerful. What made you want to start Civic Coffee? Yeah, so, you know, I have 15 years of of marketing experience. So really this is a new world for me. Uh, My fiance and I last year decided that we wanted to do something for ourselves. So we went and traveled for a while. We knew that, you know, we were going to have kids soon and life was going to start to take, um, you know, sort of settle down for us. And so it was the last opportunity we really had to travel. So we went to Southeast Asia and we were able to see um, in Southeast Asia, these incredible communities that sort of supported themselves in places like Cambodia and Vietnam. What we found is that the people there oftentimes don't have support from the government at the same sort of levels that, you know, you and I might expect. And that lack of support meant that somebody had to step up and fill that void. And we saw that there was a lot of hospitality opportunities where people are doing training programs and then supporting those training programs with a coffee shop or a restaurant. And that started to get us thinking, started to get us our minds moving about what we could do with that model and bring that model to the States. And homelessness is, is something that's always been close to both of our lives and something that's been really impactful for my life. Um, you know, for the last 10 years or so, I lived in Venice Beach and met my fiance down the street from a homeless encampment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you know, seeing people on a daily basis, um, you know, and interacting with them on a daily basis, you know, whether it's at the gym or going to get coffee or walking around the neighborhood or, you know, in line at my favorite taco stand and seeing people dealing with that. It was, you know, just something that sort of felt bigger than what I could understand how to grasp a bigger problem than I could easily put a solution towards. And so when I saw this business model 
working so successfully in other countries, it made me think, wow, that's something that we can bring to the States. That's something that we can use to really change people's lives here. That is so powerful. And how you just kind of, you, you went head first into this and you just dived into it and you were just so ready. So you said that you're personally funding this right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So everything that we've done so far is just, you know, completely out of our, our savings. You know, um, you know, I went and got certified to become a barista. I've, you know, worked um, to get websites set up and, you know, uh, videos made and, and marketing materials done. And, you know, and I haven't, you know, this is all I've done for the last six months is just this, um, you know, and, you know, this is, purely a passion project at this point. And it's something that just means more to me than anything else I've ever done really. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just it, you know, really putting everything I can into it to make it a success. And, and that means that I've spent, you know, my own money and that means I've not been able to work. And that means I've just been doing this and, and, you know, that has, um, you know, been difficult, but it's worth it for the journey, right? It's all about that long-term journey and that success that um, hopefully this can bring to people's lives and change, you know, even if we change one or two people's lives, it will be a success. Um, but I think it can be much bigger than that. Absolutely. I mean, this is such a selfless mission that will really push people towards their true potential. And I think that's what's powerful. How do you think that ending that cycle, instead of doing just something to give back. You are really solving the problem of, issue, of homelessness and giving these individuals an opportunity to rebuild their life. How do you think that your mission will impact differently than other organizations' missions do? Sure. I, you know, I, I, I'd be, I'm hesitant to say that we're, what, what we're doing is ending homelessness, right? The, the thing that ends homelessness is housing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the housing first solutions are probably the most important things that can be done. Um, the research says so, the data is there for that. Um, and I think that that's, you know, really makes a difference. Um, and I don't think we could do this without housing first solutions, but what happens next, right? Mm-hmm. And that there's a big void in that, in that marketplace. When we start to talk to other nonprofits who've been in the space 50 years, 25 years, 40 years, they have the data to really point to what's lacking. And every one of them points to this first job out Mm -hmm. as being the biggest obstacle. Um, And as you know, the homelessness comes with so much more, right? It oftentimes comes with, um, you know, some sort of record um you know and and some sort of history with with law um and the justice system it oftentimes comes with you know recovery from drug and alcohol abuse it oftentimes comes with baggage that you know may or may not be related to childhood um transitional age youth um stuff uh lgbtq all of those different things right so there's a lot there that prevents some of these people from stepping into an environment oftentimes right away Mm -hmm. and having success in a job place without having it's like weighing them down right 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 without somebody like 
really sort of saying, we're here to support you and we're here to help you grow and become a better person Mm -hmm. and just give them opportunity, right? Because so many people with the records and the, you know, the history of homelessness and so on, aren't willing to take that risk on somebody. But once they see that that person has six months or a year of work experience, well, now it's a completely different person, right? You're so much more willing to take that risk. Um, So we're trying to fill that gap, right? That gap of somebody who needs just an opportunity, right? It's on them whether or not they fully succeed. And we think that they can just given that opportunity. Absolutely. I think that's so powerful. And it's truly, I mean, to me, it's something I really haven't seen in the States. And I'm so glad you guys are bringing this to the attention of so many people. Um, yeah. What do you think that a, a client experience is going to look like from start to finish? I mean, how long do you think this is going to, for one client, how long would that process be? Sure. Um, you know, so what we are setting it up to be is a six month program. Mm-hmm. And whether or not we will need to add another six months or another three months to some of these um, individuals may or may not have, um, may, may or might not be necessary. But what we're looking for is someone who's worked with um, a nonprofit and is currently working with a nonprofit to sort of get off their feet, get on their feet, sorry. Um, and, you know, so whether it's San Diego Youth Services, Interfaith Community Services, Lucky Duck Foundation, you know, Alpha Project, there's so many of them out there that yeah. are doing really good work. They are doing the work to help get them the counseling that they need, the, the support that they need, and get them into some sort of housing, whether that is a halfway house, uh, uh, rapid rehousing, um, low-income housing, whatever that is. Once they're in that stage, they then have to find a job and get that job to be able to stay in housing and to be able to continue on with their life. That's where we come in. So we will then interview these um, individuals, treat it as a job interview, right? Mm -hmm. Have them build a resume, have them do that um, interview, all with guidance and help along the way, um, but so that they can sort of see that experience, have that experience, um, get used to what that experience looks like. Then we will have these individuals join into a training program. So we're going to do a three-day intensive training program in which we pay them to get trained um, in the with barista skills. It's an internationally certified um, specialty coffee association certification, which is great because then they have a piece of paper to prove I'm a barista. I can do this. I, you know, they can take it anywhere in the world and it would be, and it's successful. Amazing. Uh, then from there, we will integrate them into the coffee shop and involve them with um, additional training and additional help, right? The difference between going and learning how to be a barista and then learning how to be a barista at this specific location are two different things. And so we will put them through uh, intensive training there. And then one of the things we're doing at the very beginning is actually providing them with a a, a document. This document is sort of like an expectations and skills document. So it's everything we expect from um, them and all the skills that they need to master. So everything from how good are you at, you know, handling the register to how good are you at steaming milk 
to how's your customer service skills, right? Yeah. And a whole breadth of, of things, you know, showing up on time, you know, um, wearing the appropriate clothes, you know, all the different aspects and expectations. It's actually not that long of a list, but we will give them to that, them that at day one and work with them and say, where do you see yourself on this list, right? Then on a weekly basis, we'll meet with them again and every week review where they are in that document. Once again, asking them to evaluate themselves and then have us evaluate them in return. Through that, we will be able to have a very set standard that they know that they have to meet. Mm -hmm. Every one of their uh, coworkers have to meet and they know exactly where they're at and where they need to go to be able to be successful. At the end of the six month program, ideally we're at eights, nines, or tens across the board on all of these different skills. And then we can uh, put them into jobs in the hospitality industry. Amazingly, you know, the hospitality industry, San Diego, Los Angeles, Southern California is huge. Yeah. We're talking about something like 15% of all jobs available right now in San Diego or hospitality jobs. So it's a really big industry and one that's grown, you know, year over year, around 7% or so almost every single year. I think last year was the first year that we didn't see growth in it and it's still making up a huge percentage of the jobs. So hospitality's long-term career opportunities and something that, you know, won't be, you know, will always be there. There's always a need for it, um, you know, and is a transferable skill, right? Absolutely. Customer service skills are useful no matter what industry you go into. Um, the other thing about hospitality industry and why we are so interested in that world is once you get inside a hotel or restaurant, they are completely looking to um, get someone to go up the chain from within, right? Wow. They want to hire from within. They want to um, see growth from within. So once you get in the door, they don't really care about your background. They don't care what's going on. They don't, they see you as just another employee. Are you doing a great job? Great. Awesome. Here's the next promotion. So that um, really gives us the opportunity to allow these people to have uh, a career and a career path and not just another job. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. And I mean, so well thought out. I love the idea that you're collaborating with other nonprofits because I feel like this the nonprofit industry currently seems so competitive. We're all working towards the same goal, but we're working against each other. So I yep. feel like Civic Coffee really gives the opportunity for everyone to work together to really get people off the streets. I think that, that yeah. that's all our intentions. So it's, Absolutely. It's huge. Absolutely. And, it, you know, we don't want to rethink the wheel that, you know, and, and we don't want to, um, you know, we do one thing, right? And we don't want to do everything else. And if there's organizations that can do coffee training, great, then we're going to use those organizations. If there's organizations that do really good job with getting people in rapid rehousing, then great. That's the organizations that we're going to work with. And we've already talked to all these organizations. They're very open to having someone like us come in and fill the gap. And thankfully, thus far, we haven't seen so much of that competition, right? And I think the toughest thing and the reason why it exists is because everyone's fighting over the same amount of dollars, right? Yeah. There's only so much dollars coming in federally. There's only so much dollars coming in locally. 
And, you know, to do good work, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of money. Um, and so I think that that's, that's something that we're trying to break out of a little bit mm-hmm. where, you know, we want this to run as a business long-term, right? And so long-term, we want the coffee sales and the sales at the, at the coffee shop to help pay for everything that we're doing, right? And it should be enough to be able to pay for everything so that we aren't fighting then for the additional money from, you know, the federal government or the local government or whoever, yeah. that we can really just live independently and focus on doing the best possible work. Um, and I think that consumers will respond to that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it's really about, to us, sort of changing the way um, the mindset goes. I mean, we talk about this, um, but it's, it's for us, it's, it's a civic responsibility to be part of your community, to give back and one that, way or another. That's where right? the name comes from. I, absolutely. I love absolutely. that. Yeah, that's powerful. And, you know, I think it's individually, it's important, but I think it's also important for businesses, right? And I think businesses, um, as a whole need to step up and start doing their part. We expect the individuals to do their part. Um, but you know, it's, it's important that the businesses do as well. And that's what we're trying to sort of point to, Mm -hmm. um, and, and sort of show and hopefully be a model for others. Um, so, you know, it's really one of those things like, I, I want everybody to steal our model, right? Oh, I, yeah. It's not our yeah. model, right? I want everybody to use it. I want everyone to have success with it. Yeah. Um, it, because it's, it's not, it's not something that we want to, you know, own solely. We want everyone to have this success because it's, it's really, it's really something that, you know, it's a shame that we're still dealing with these issues. Yeah. It's a, it's time for consumerism to give back. I think that's exactly the huge part of it. I love that. Um, so how can we, on our audience, how can we support you even if we're not in San Diego? Yeah. Well, you know, um, we are, we are in a really interesting place right now. So, you know, we are in final conversations with a couple of, um, big organizations and, and corporate partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we'll have, um, you know, a, a location open, um, come Q1 of 2020, which is fantastic, right? As our goal when we started this, we're still on pace for it. Um, and I have a really interesting meetings this week that um, hopefully we'll finalize that. So that's fantastic news for us. But individually, you know, we don't, we're working on a shoestring budget. It's, it's, it's my savings mm-hmm. um, and my fiance's and where we're currently at. Um, and that's all that we've got right from a budget. And so, you know, donations, support, likes, um, follows on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. those sort of things, those all mean a ton to us, right? Um, so we try to make it as easy as possible. We're um, civic.coffee is our website. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and our Instagram is civic.coffee. So we, we tried to make it as simple as possible for people. Um, you know, it's one of the great things that now you don't have to have a .com. You can have a .coffee at the end of your URL. And so we thought we'd take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you can find us on 
if you go to our website, you can donate there directly to us and, and help out. You can go and follow our Instagram. We love the follows and likes. Um, you know, that's actually how we met, which is yeah, great. Yeah, social media <laughs> brings people together. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, those are, that means a lot to us, right? Yeah. Every single follow we can get, every single view on our website. That's the support. Um, that's a, that means so much because that shows these corporate partners and other people in the, in the um, community that what we're doing matters, right? That people care about it, right? And if we didn't have followers, you know, to our Instagram, if we didn't have people watching the videos, then they may not be as interested in helping out, right? And trying to solve this problem yes. um, together. And, you know, so those things mean a ton. Absolutely. Well, all of those links will be linked down below so you can get in contact with Civic Coffee and really get involved because this mission is truly something that is going to be so impactful, I believe. And Matt, I just want to thank you so much for being on today and coming and chatting with me. Thank you, Sydney. I, I really appreciate it. You get, you're doing such a wonderful thing and it's really awesome to follow along and see what you're doing. And I'd love to come back on once we have our location open and, yeah. and chat and give you guys updates on how we are and, and what we're doing. And, and um, you know, this journey has been so fun thus far and I really look forward to you know, um, continuing to update everybody on where we're at. Well, we're so excited to be a part of your journey. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you, Sydney. Have a good one.